it's kind of close to Valentine's Day. Or, because it's the internet, you're watching this now in like, I don't know, August. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. Valentine's Day is always associated with love, right? But there's a particular kind of love it's always associated with. It's always associated with romantic love. And that's fine. That's great. That's neat. Um, but did you know, you probably, probably did, that the actual St. Valentine wasn't necessarily associated with romantic love as much as he was associated with what this thing called agape, or self-sacrificial love. In fact, for romantic love, to be more than it is, to be more than simply the love of desire, right? So eros is the kind of love we refer to as romantic love. Eros, I think, if my Greek serves me, um, simply means, doesn't mean romance, it actually means desire, right? So that's why Pope Benedict, back in the day, he could say that even God has eros for us, not because he has romantic love for us, but he has a desire for us, like he wants us. What does he want? And this is the big key. This is the key with all love. It's the key with the romantic love, and it's the key, well, it's supposed to be, and it's the key to St. Valentine's actual love. Love, by definition, at least in our circles, to define love, it's more than a feeling. Thank you very much, uh, Journey, right? Boston. Thank you very much, Boston. Uh, the band, not the city. Love is more than a feeling. Love is a decision. What kind of decision? Love is to what? Love is to will the good of the other. That's, that's it. That's the three parts to love. Valentine's Day kind of love or Jesus kind of love. Love is always going to be to will the good of the other. So let's break that down. Wicka wicka break it down. So to will, which means I don't simply want the good of the other. I don't simply desire the good of the other. To will the good of the other is to actually choose it. So it moves from being simply a desire to being a decision. And this is really, really important because it is not possible to simply love someone in your affections or simply to love someone in your dreams. We have to love them in real life. And by doing that, it means we're making some kind of decision. We're choosing something, right? So to love is simply to choose. Well, it begins to choose. But what we choose is very, very important. As they would say up here in the Northwoods, it is the important because we don't like to say the whole, all the words. We like to say just the first letter of the word. So love is to will the good of the other. So it's very important. It doesn't simply choose. It doesn't simply make a decision. It makes a certain kind of decision. To love is to will the good of the other person. And so what that means is not simply to choose. It doesn't even mean to choose the other person as much as it means choose the good for the other person. And in order to know what's good for a person, I have to know what a person is, right? Because um, if I don't know what a thing is, I will not know what is good for that thing, right? So, um, because there's a difference between a, I heard this analogy back in the day, a cactus and a weeping willow. So what's good for a cactus and good for a weeping willow is kind of the same things. They like, they need uh, water, they need nutrients, they need the sun. But the amount of water that is good for a weeping willow would drown a cactus. And if you tried to give a weeping willow the amount of water that only a cactus needs, it would starve, dehydrate, whatever. It would kill the weeping willow. So I need to know what a thing is in order to know what is good for it. And if I don't know what a human being is, I won't necessarily know what is good for a human being. If though, I have the revelation of Jesus Christ, I recognize that a human being is a body-soul composite, that a human being is made in God's image and likeness, that a human being is made in a certain way that if it is treated a certain way, the human being I mean, 
not just the body, not just the soul, the human, whole human person, treat a certain way, given a certain number of things, and is not used, but is actually what is good for it is chosen, is given, and is withheld, you know, not the bad stuff is withheld, then actually that promotes that human being's flourishing. So I can't just give the human, the other person, the person I love, whatever it is they want, what I want to real love, to really love them, I need to choose what is actually good for them. The third thing is to love is to will the good of the other. The third part of this is the other. And what I mean by that is sometimes we quote unquote love someone because how it makes us feel. But to love them, it's to be about them, right? This is the big deal. Um, it's not simply to desire, but to make a decision. It's not simply to decide anything, but decide, but to decide or choose their good. And also it is to choose the good of the other for the other, like for their own sake. Um, the Second Vatican Council uh, declared that a human being is a, a creature that God has created for its own sake. So loving must be loving them for their own sake, for the fact that they exist, for the fact that they're in God's image and like this, for the fact that they're made for love. So on Valentine's Day and every day of the year, to love someone is to choose or to will their good for them. So here's what this comes down to. This is such an interesting uh, uh, component. This is why I'm connecting it to Valentine's Day and talking about like eros or love of desire and uh, like Christ love, which is the love of self-sacrificial love, which is actually the love of St. Valentine, that he was a Christian martyr. But before he was a Christian martyr, he was a Christian witness. This is so important. Before St. Valentine was a Christian martyr, uh, when he gave witness to Christ with his death, he gave witness to Christ with his words, with his actions, and with his life. But there has been a study recently um, asking millennials, no offense any millennials, but this is a study that has been published by the Barna Group that said almost half of millennials believe that it would be wrong, sorry, let me clarify this, half of millennial Christians believe, 47%, believe that it is wrong to share your faith with someone. What? 47% of, of millennial Christians believe that it is wrong to share your faith with another person. It kind of even uh, cranks up a little bit more. It wrong, strongly agree that it's wrong to share your faith with someone in the hopes that they would become Christian. So this is, this is fascinating uh, because what is, it, what is it when half of Christians believe it's wrong to actually share your faith? Here's what we believe about Christ. Here's what we believe about Christianity. We believe that it's true. It's not just something that's nice to believe. It's not just something that, yeah, if, if, you, if that makes you happy, if it makes you good, that's fine. We believe it's true. And actually, that what Jesus has done for us, he has done for everybody, even if they don't know it. Therefore, to love someone will be to will their good. And what is good for a human being? Well, it's good for them to know the truth. What is good for the people around us? It's good for them to know that they are known by God and loved by God and that God is the kind of God who actually at one point in human history took on a human nature and in that human nature he lived and suffered and died and rose from the dead so as to redeem us and save us from our sins and give us a purpose in this life. Like if that's true, then it is good to share that with other people. And to here's the point, if it's, if it's true, to not share with someone else is to not love them. If this is true, if what we believe as Catholic Christians is true, to not share it with someone else is to not love them. It is to not will their good.
which is why there's a little bit of a hopeful statistic, but it also shows that sometimes we can be a little bit schizophrenic in our beliefs, in our minds. I think 65% of millennial Christians also said that um, a important part of their faith is sharing it with others. I don't understand those statistics, and maybe the Barna Group people have <laughs> been able to interpret those. But I, what I think it is, is this. I think that we have a culture that says your faith is, is not only personal, your faith is private. So we're like, okay, I, I shouldn't share it. On the other hand, we hear the gospel that says, no, go out and baptize and teach the good news. Make disciples of all nations, um, that Jesus says, right? The last chapter of Matthew's gospel. And so we have this conflict. And so hopefully today, or any day on St. Valentine's Day, the feast day of St. Cyril Methodius, a day of love, that we recognize that whether it's eros, the love of desire, I desire you to know Christ, or self-sacrificial love, agape, like I desire to pour myself out for you, or philia, or storge, these other kinds of love, whatever kind of love it is, is that desire, not simply desire, the decision to choose the good of the other. Who have you shared Christ with today? Whether it's through your words, in bearing witness to him with what you say, or through your actions, in bearing witness to Jesus with how you live and how you treat other people. Who have you shared Jesus with today? If I haven't, have I really loved? And when I do, it must always not be for me, but as love is, it is for the good of the other. It's for the person that I'm sharing with. That's what I got for today. Hey, if you like this, smash the like button. If you like Valentine's Day, smash the like button. If you like Saint, the Feast Day of St. Cyril Authorities, more, smash the like button from all of us here in Ascension Presents. My name's Father Mike. God bless.